Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref, Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the Executive, Mr. Nelio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. We are still in our Halloween costumes because we're filming this right before Halloween. But uh, if you are interested in learning a little bit more about what we're being for Halloween this year, then go check out our Rewind review of No Way Out 2004, uh, which you can, you can find on our channel on all of the podcast platforms and on YouTube. Um, my friends, we're, we're going to talk just a little bit today about some, some relatively, breaking, relatively breaking news uh, regarding Ring of Honor this week. And, uh, and I also want to touch on the Charlotte Flair thing just a second here. You know, we're going to – we'll mix and match a little Let's bit. Let's talk about all the controversy. You know, so Charlotte Flair didn't like getting booked in a situation where she was going to look weak. Becky was going to hold the two belts. She threw the belt on the ground. All kinds of shit went down, right? They they had a back backstage scuffle. She left before uh, before Vince could talk to her. You know, um, the rumor is she's she's trying to get fired from WWE so she can go be with the the bow over in AEW. Um, you know, so WWE most recently pulled her from all of her media appearances this week. So I uh, I just want to ask you guys. Real briefly, really, really briefly here. Um, A, do you think Charlotte Flair is trying to get fired? And B, uh, with this most recent development where WWE pulled her from media, do you think there will be any other repercussions from WWE? Um, will will they will they actually put the boot to the ass of their their you know precious jewel of of the women's division in Charlotte Flair? Uh, let's go to. Ivy first. Um, okay. So first of all, Charlotte is a bad bitch and she's got, she's, you know, climbed so quickly in the business that I could see her being kind of spiteful in that aspect, thinking that she's untouchable and potentially wanting to do whatever, you know, she wants to do. And that's that. Um, however, knowing WWE, I could actually see them more so not letting her go but making the, you know, her, whatever her length of contract is, making it absolutely miserable for her, poorly booking her, not booking her at all, um, you know, something like that. Um, so is she wanting to get fired? Maybe, because from a woman's perspective in certain situations, like once you kind of develop that sense of your worth in a business and you kind of feel like you're not being treated properly, you might um, spitefully be like, you know, I'm just going to, make them miserable until they just decide to let me go so I can go do what I want and go elsewhere. But knowing WWE being petty, I don't see that. I see them more so dragging it out and making her, you know, contract length absolutely miserable for her and Mm. potentially trying to destroy her reputation. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. OG. This could potentially go one of two ways in, in my eyes. I think it'll really depend on how long she keeps the SmackDown women's belt honestly, because I think with with Survivor Series coming up, I don't think they want to push the Charlotte versus Becky thing again 
And I don't see Becky dropping the, the belt anytime soon. So I feel like if it's going to be anybody that drops it, it's Charlotte, especially with the situation that she's in. And then from there, it goes one of two ways. It either goes the way of Charlotte getting what she wants and them actually firing her, or it turns into a Ben Simmons situation like we have with the Sixers. And she sits out, doesn't collect a paycheck until WWE says bye. Fair, fair. Uh, Ref Thick, what you got? Um, I don't. I want to give Charlotte the benefit of the doubt and say that she doesn't necessarily want out, but I think she's probably just tired of the shit that WWE puts her through. And like, granted, like she is coming from a, a high pedestal, like on the as far as the women's division is. But like, if you look back at the last couple months, the way WWE treated her with like the whole pregnancy, false pregnancy thing, and forcing her not to be in um, mania, and then she's had like other headbutts with like management in regards to like having surgeries or dental work done. So maybe she's just just done dealing with it and doesn't give a fuck anymore. So like, if she doesn't want to do something, she's not going to do it. That doesn't mean she necessarily wants to leave but she just might be like, I'm going to put my foot down when it comes to my character and stuff. And like, say what you want. She's done a lot of stupid things in the last couple of years that management has told her to do. So maybe it was just like the final straw. As far as WWE letting her go, I I say this carefully because I never thought that with The Fiend, I thought they would never let him go. But I don't think that they would let Charlotte go. I think they would keep her as long as she can or they they contractually can and because any no matter how much of a uh a bad apple she is uh she's an asset to another company so i i see them keeping them fair enough fair enough yeah. um all right now let's let's jump into this topic about ring of honor uh so ring of honor uh posts this this message and i'm gonna I'm going to pull it up here and I'm going to read it uh, for our, our audience because not everyone really follows Ring of Honor very closely. And so I think it's important to, uh, to bring everybody kind of up to date while we're talking about this. So the, Ring of Honor, the post from, from Ring of Honor says, throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time when, where we need to make changes to our business operations and are planning a pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. The year will culminate with a final battle in December, and we will be taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has the most dedicated fans in the industry, and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we reconceptualize Ring of Honor. We anticipate returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor with a new fan-focused product and provide a unique experience for wrestling fans. Okay. Um, Lots of speculation going on that Ring of Honor is... uh, not going to really be coming back. Lots of speculation that they'll come back and like I think they'll, they'll do uh, that they'll come back. They'll they'll do the Supercard of Honor stuff. Um, they'll get through Mania season and then they'll putter around for a little bit and then they'll, um, you know, they'll they'll shut down again and then that'll be that. 
um, a lot of people talking about the uh, the talent and the fact that the talent is essentially just being let out of their contracts with the expectation that they are going to come back for Supercard of Honor in some way, shape, or form for a lot of them. And those of them that don't, you know, will probably be working somewhere else. Um, we know PCO is done-done with Ring of Honor. Um, we we talked to Jolton Joe about that a little bit uh, on Jolton Joe's takeover last week. Uh, we uh, And we also have heard that through the grapevine from PCO, um, that, that he was going to be a free agent starting in December. So um, with all of that being said, uh, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Do you think that um, I, I have a different question for each of you. So, so uh, we're going we're gonna to play this a little bit differently than we usually do. I'm going to go to, to Will first here. Uh, OG, do, do you think that Ring of Honor is going to uh, just shut its doors and, and then quietly never come back? Or do you think that they're going to make their little comeback in April and then peter out like, like a lot of people are saying? So I'm of the mindset that this is probably the end for ring of honor i obviously i don't want to see that happen because ring of honor has so much like um it's got a rich history yeah it's got so much history in the not only in the wrestling business but in like the the northeastern part of yeah the country too like it, it's a it's an organization that's very close to home for us and I mean, like their their first show was, yeah. I mean, you got the flag. Their first show was in Philly. Well, like it, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but I I just I don't see, especially. And the thing is, I think it's more because of AEW than anything else. But I don't see them being able to like rebuild a roster after letting everybody go, because yeah. I think once AEW sinks their teeth into a lot of that roster. And impact too. I don't. I don't think it's just going to be AEW. Mm-hmm. I don't see any reason for those guys to go back. Yeah, because they're going to get a a a weekly spot on either TV or YouTube at this point mm. when they weren't getting that with Ring of Honor. Right. Right. Okay. So unfortunately, I think it's kind of. It, you think it's an, it's an unfortunate death of Ring of Honor. Okay. All right. Uh. Ivy, yes. knowing, knowing what we know <clears throat> about the wrestling industry mm-hmm. uh, and having seen companies come and go and be reborn over the years, uh, you know, uh, in our area, we've seen that happen with CZW. We've seen that happen with, uh, with ECW once or twice. Mm-hmm. We've seen that happen with a lot of indie feds. Um, you know, Ring of Honor is essentially a, a big indie fed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I... I think that they will come back, peter out, and uh, and then be done. The uh, at the end of the day, though, I want to know what you think. What do they have to do to become mm. effective again? Because right now Ooh. they aren't really hitting home with the wrestling fan. Good, uh, good question. Um, so first and foremost, like from a business standpoint, and knowing how poorly the pandemic has affected companies across the world, you know, not just the wrestling business, but everywhere, like mom and pop stores, all of that. Um, I can understand 
you know, the fact that they've held on to, you know, their, their talent and their contracts for as long as they could, but now they unfortunately are being depleted of funding to do so. Um, so that's causing them to have to, you know, take this time off and do whatever they're rebranding or whatever they're claiming that they want to do. Um, my fear is that that won't happen because business-wise, um, I feel like the timing, you know, we are starting to open, open back up again. So I feel like effectively they probably could um, do this transition without kind of doing this like total blackout period, you know? Um, but what would they have to do? They would have to, for their talent, have some sort of major incentive to have their talent waiting around. Because otherwise, like Will touched on, you know, they're going to lose their talent and then these guys are going to get picked up by other places where they know that they're going to be guaranteed, you know, weekly content and spots. And, you know, they weren't getting that before. So they're going to have to, in some retrospect, offer, like, offer incentive to the talent to want to stick around, wait it out with them, you know, and not sign with somebody else in the meantime. Otherwise, they're going to lose that. Um, the only other thing that I could think of is if they don't do that, is they're basically going to have to scrap it and start from scratch. They're going to have mm. to bring in all new talent, um, you know, completely rebrand the company and kind of go at a different angle, you know, maybe entertainment wise. Um, I, they are essentially like a bigger indie fed if you kind of look at it. So they might have to kind of like run an indie, indie circuit file for a really long time until they can build themselves back up again so it's it's going to be a really rough transition for them if they do you know stick with this but I would say it's doable it's just not realistic you run as a as an indie fed again I think that would be really true to what the real ring of honor fans mm -hmm. would like you know because real yeah, ring of honor sure. fans fans that have been there since the early 2000s um, you know, th those are the guys that whenever someone would show up, like they would get released by WWE and they would show up at a ring of honor show. Those motherfuckers yes. would get booed out of the building. Right. So like, for <laughs> you instance, know, like, but like, but in order to do that, like, think about it, if ring of honor was to do like a completely start from scratch type of ordeal, they could contract out to some of the really good indie feds out there and say, we're starting, you know, we're starting from scratch, send us some of your guys. We'll work to kind of like give them the push with our business. And we all kind of work together as a team because I think that would both help out, you know, help bring in new talent that's working in the indie circuit right now and put them in the spotlight more, which would be a good incentive for talent to want to work with Ring of Honor. But then it would also give Ring of Honor something to kind of put them in that bracket, like above indie, but below like, the, you know, like the major federations. So I think that's the only way. In the back where they were. That, yeah. Like, I think that's the only way they could stay in that bracket. Very insightful. Very insightful. All right. So, uh, ref, thick as fuck. So fire emoji. Yeah. Um, we've we've kind of seen this on a on a larger scale than just with the indies in the recent memory with MLW and with the NWA. Um, MLW, I think, has been more successful than the NWA has in this case. Uh, in terms of being able to rebuild and rebrand themselves. Um, I think the NWA was doing really well before COVID and then COVID hit and should hit the fan. And now they're kind of back to square one again. Um, one thing that cuz, so cuz was the one that kind of broke this story for us. He sent it to us in the, in the rewind network chat. 
Um, one thing Cuz says said was, you know, I'd love to see the NWA absorb them. Um, and I said in that in that same chat, I think I said something along the lines of, I have zero interest in seeing the NWA bury a whole another roster of people that they don't use right. But um, but what I would like to know from you, Amy, is um, a do you see Ring of Honor getting absorbed somewhere, and if so, where? Huh. So, well, an idea that kind of popped into my head, kind of like the wrestling industry as a whole, like, because like you said, with MLW and NWA, who are also struggling to, like, keep that, like, higher tier indie promotion kind of um, thing, the one thing that the pandemic has kind of opened the doors for is for other, and like, I'm not trying to be biased at all, is for other indie feds to kind of grow. And just to throw CCW away for a second, GCW is a perfect example of that. GCW, I think, is probably going to fill the vacuum that was Ring of Honor right now. I think they're filling that. And so, yeah, I don't know if Ring of Honor, unless they do something drastic that makes people want, because the thing with the wrestling industry right now, it's becoming niche. Um, Like people are watching what the style that they want. The old school people are watching a lot of NWA. Um, people who want to watch like the combination of death matches and more like throw to the wind storylines, they're watching GCW. Um, and then you have the people that are split between AEW and um, Impact and WWE. So what's happening is kind of like we're reforming territories in a way. So if our Ring of Honor does come back, I kind of agree with Angela. I think they're going to go back into like a small indie promotion kind of deal. And I think we're going to start seeing like more territorial type of indie promotions. The big ones that are below like the AWs and the WWE and the impacts that have money behind them already so they can be broadcasted. But I think you're just going to see like it may benefit the wrestling industry as a whole. But like with Ring of Honor coming down here, everybody else is kind of coming up here now. Mm-hmm. so that's kind of what i'm seeing right there but if they're going to get to absorb i would think gcw would absorb them. i think most of the people that are leaving ring of honor are probably going to go to gcw so. that makes sense um i would say and you know you're talking about where, where people might go there um yeah. we were talking a little bit off air about this and i thought about this a little bit over the course of the day I think that the Briscoes are going to end up in AEW. I think that Jay Lethal is going to end up in Impact. I think that Mike and Maria Bennett are going to end up in Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you have a handful of other people that are worth looking at after you get past those names, right? You got Gresham. I think Gresham will end up in Impact because he'll go be with his wife, and she just signed an extension with Impact, right? Mm-hmm. Scroll. I, I don't. I think Scrolls is too far canceled. I don't think. I don't think that he'll. I don't think he'll be working anywhere uh, in the states for a long time. Um, 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 Castle's still there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Paul. I, I think. I think Castle will end up in AEW, but I think he'll end up like the librarian. Like they'll sign him and they'll bring him in and they'll try him for a couple of weeks and they'll be like, okay, he's just another guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um he he seems like a like a dark guy. Yeah. 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 Um a couple segments here and there. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And then, uh, I mean, you got Bandito. Um, Jeff Cobb. You got, and you got Jeff Cobb and you got PJ Black, right? Jeff Cobb's going to go to Japan. He fits yeah. so well in Japan. Yeah. You know, PJ Black, he's going to go to Japan. He fits, or he'll go down to AAA in Mexico. He fits so well in that system. I can see him going to, I can see him being on like dark and stuff too, though. Yeah. Yeah. And Bandito, same thing. He'll go back down to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, and he'll do his thing there. And then Chelsea Green was really the most notable of the women's names in that ring of, you know, that Women of Honor um, tournament that didn't get the championship. And I think she'll just end up staying with Impact because she's already there. Yeah. You know, so I, and I think she that doesn't really have anything to lose at that point. Exactly, and I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that what we're going to see from them is going to be enough. And so ultimately, I think that you'll have all those lower mid card guys from Ring of Honor will come back, and then they'll try and make them the new generation of Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And they'll try and CM Punk them because CM Punk was a Ring of Honor guy. You know, they'll, they'll try yeah. and CM Punk them and build them up. But I just don't see anyone else on that roster that that pulls enough of a of a needle to make that valuable. And that, um, and that's why I said I feel like this is kind of the death of them because, right. like Amy said, you're the, they're going to be fighting against a lot of other smaller, not smaller, but like uh, indie companies cool. that are on the rise now because mm-hmm. of how. Every, like how the the landscape of wrestling is at the moment. Yeah, Ring of Honor isn't that like right. I mean, Ring, Ring that... of Honor star has slid. Yeah, okay. the sure. only the only thing they have right now, unfortunately, is the name Ring of Honor. Yes, right. And they have the, the library. They have the tape library, which I think is yeah. extremely valuable. Um, I think I think that's their biggest asset that they could sell off to get some money at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think. Um, just to kind of pitch in where I where I asked each of you these questions, um, will I agree with you that I think this will be ultimately it will be the end of Ring of Honor? I do think they will try to rebrand it with this with that next generation of Honor, um, you know, in April, and they'll have some of the guys will come back and work for him still. Like you know, Jay Lethal will be working for Impact, but they'll let him go back and work Ring of Honor. They don't give a yeah. shit, you know. Um, so they'll they'll have that, but then it'll peter out. Um, mm-hmm. What could they possibly do to to make themselves valuable to the wrestling fan again? Um, they they need to have a easily accessible televised wrestling mm-hmm. um, show. You know, Impact. That's the same reason why Impact hasn't grown in the right. last. This, despite the partnership with AEW, because it's not easily accessible. It's yeah, getting there access. now. It's getting there now with their YouTube thing, right? Where they right, air, right, where right. they air the show live on YouTube um, instead of on instead of on Twitch, because people were people are buying those <laughs> subscriptions. Like I did that that ninety nine cent one, so, for that one, right? Um, you know, I, I bought that ninety nine cent subscription so that I could watch Andy when he was on mm-hmm. Impact. You know what I mean? It's not a lot of money. It's not like it. It's not like it's breaking anybody's bank a dollar six a month to be able to watch all your Impact shows. You know? Yeah. Um, right. And and there's some exclusive content that comes with that too. I think, and I think that that's more achievable than than Impact Plus because Impact Plus is nine ninety nine a month. So, um, so I so think that streaming. Impact is starting to get to the point where they're becoming more accessible. I think Ring, Ring of Honor needs something much more accessible than what they have right now. I um, think if they could cut a deal with a streaming platform, like you know, 
like your Netflixes, your Hulus, your Peacock, you know, stuff yep. like that. Um, I yep. think that that would, that would probably be like, just for that aspect, that easily accessible, you know, televised content. Um, because even though like you just mentioned, like the YouTube thing is getting a little bit better. I still don't know a lot of people that are going to want to like watch, like have to go into YouTube to watch wrestling. Like not mm -hmm. everybody, I mean, a, most people have the smart TV, but still not everybody does. And then if you look at some of the like, older generation which we know that in wrestling they're targeting younger generations anyway but like the older generation doesn't necessarily know how to like work the smart tvs do the whole youtube thing like my grandfather for instance he hasn't watched impact and i don't know how long and that's because he doesn't know how to operate youtube <laughs> he gets right. you know um well so show think, so we can get another subscriber listen 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 <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he wants to watch us act like idiots every week <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that's like, my grandbaby. Look at her. <laughs> oh my God. Dressed as <laughs> the undertaker. But no, like that. Um, I think that that's another key point that, that you just made there, Ted, is that that easily accessible televised content is, is going to be a big key factor if they want to stay in like that lower, um, professional federation slash higher indie fed type of bracket it's going to be really hard for them to maintain that without like tv content As these, I cat, cats these cats want airtime <laughs> these cats want airtime tonight i'm telling you i what. don't know what their problem is tonight um so so angela you kind of actually kind of stole my next answer here a little bit um Sorry. <laughs> i do think Hell that ring room. of honor i do think that ring of honor will be absorbed but i don't think it will be by a wrestling company I think that Ring of Honor, because Netflix has been dying to get into the wrestling game, yes. and they couldn't cut the deal. There was there was rumors about them cutting a deal with MLW. They couldn't make it happen. There was rumors about them cutting the deal with the NWA. They didn't make that happen because Fight gave NWA a better a better run, right? Uh huh. Um, I think Netflix. I think if anyone's going to save Ring of Honor, it will be Netflix. I think they will buy it outright from Sinclair. And it will be Netflix's brand of wrestling. And if that happens, mm -hmm. if that happens, and they can sign three or four big names, legitimate names, yep. you know, um, if they Even, can, if they bring back Jay Lethal, if they can, if they can get a few other no, guys. No, no, you need, you need, you need bigger you, names. If you walk up to the rant to a random middle school right now and you say, who's Jay Lethal? They don't know. Right. If you walk up to a random high school kid right now and you say, who's Jay Lethal? They don't know. You can't, you, you have to, you have to go beyond that. You have to, you have to get them to sign someone, um, you know, three or four names um, that have been on the TVs in the last year and that people know. Uh, I think that you're looking at uh, a couple of people that are going to be free agents in the next, in the next year or so. Um, you've got, uh, Brian Cage, who's supposedly mm -hmm. going to be a free agent in the next year or so. He, from what I understand, he has not re-signed with AEW as of yet. Um, you've got uh, Ricky Starks, who's not exactly happy with where he's at in AEW, from what I understand. Um, I don't know if that's 100% accurate or not. I just that's, that's the rumor mill that I've, I've heard down the line. Um, and you've got, you've got legends out there that can legitimize your brand. Um, mm -hmm. people that have, that have kind of alienated WWE as of late, um, Mick Foley, mm -hmm. right. Calling out the WWE all the time on social media right now. Yep. Um, 
And I, I mean, can totally see, I can totally see Booker T. Uh, you know, he makes, he makes a lot of money from that legends deal, but he loves his little indie fed from down in Texas. And if he can get them set up with the ring of honor name on Netflix, I can totally see him if making that deal. A, Yeah. If you can cut a good deal with him, that's going to benefit, you know, where his heart's at. Yeah. You might be able to get him on board with that. Yep. I mean, you, and I mean, you, not just him. I mean, that's, that's any number of the guys, you know, that are out there that they could potentially pull, you know, if yep. you can pull it, pull at their strings and give them something like you have that give and take, you know, you might, you might be able to actually cut a deal and make it work. Yeah. You, missed, you have to find a way to bridge the names two. There, by the way, you, you have to find a way to bridge <laughs> the two, um, <laughs> the two generations of wrestling fans. You have, and, and I think Crowbar, I said this to Crowbar when we interviewed him, I said, he, he does that because people remember him but yes. they see what he's done with himself on social media yes. and, and he's kind of grabbing both he's, worlds right now. Yeah. I think Netflix would also be a good thing. So like, as like, I, I watch Netflix all the time. And my thing well, is I like, don't, I don't want to get too far away from this topic. I have an idea here because you're talking about people that um, could possibly, they could possibly go unsigned. Mm-hmm. And when you think of ring of honor, you think of multiple names like that came up through Ring of Honor, guys like uh, Punk, Joe, mm-hmm. Danielson, stuff like that. Two names that are going to become free agents pretty soon: Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Mm. Two mm-hmm. guys with pedigree yeah. in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that could work. Um, but like Netflix having wrestling would literally, I think that would even help Netflix in the aspect. That um, so like, oh my god! Yo, <laughs> Did you butters. feed these cats today? Like, what is up? Yes, twice. Um, no, like so. Netflix has everything right now, pretty much, except for like wrestling or like you know major sporting events or anything like that. So I feel like if Netflix could grab a professional wrestling federation to contract with like that, it would also kind of help Netflix. Because I know, like, they've kind of struggled a little bit here and there. Like, some people aren't as big a fan of it as they used to be, and they've lost subscribers. So that might even escalate, you know, their numbers as well and kind of, like, work hand-in-hand for both companies. So Mm. that's a good point. That's actually a really good point, Ted. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, my friends. Or Jeffrey Bezos could just buy everything. Oh, God, I hope not. I mean, he, he wants, he wants a lot of wrestling content. He, that, and that's why like you see all these indie feds with prime channels. True. You can, you, like there was a time when I thought about putting this podcast on Amazon prime because you can do it on prime TV. Yeah. You know, if you, if you yeah. produce weekly content that you have a steady, like if we could say we have a steady one hour show every week, we could put mm-hmm. it on Amazon prime. It's not hard mm-hmm. to do. Um, and he, he likes wrestling content because people, because fans come back to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, uh, all of our listeners, viewers at home, please let us know what your thoughts are about both of these situations. Charlotte Flair, ring of honor, uh, hit us up in the comments below. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you mention us at rewind W R E W I N D P O D C A S T on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
if you are listening on a podcast platform or on Sportswire Radio, uh, make sure that you guys are following Sportswire on social media as well and that you guys are subscribed to us across YouTube. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and uh, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can. Give us a good rating. Uh, go buy your merch over at watermaneuver.net. Get your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling at ccwrestlingfl.com and donate to Bryce. My friends, thank you so much for listening here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. We will catch you next time.